0: and In...
1: what <laughs> uh, uh, uh. ladies and gentlemen it's a Drench Penguin podcast welcome to it uh what is this, episode nine folks last week we did more talk about music you know what's funny we went into that episode not really intending to talk so much about it and then it just kind of dominated the discussion
2: uh it's, just you know. it's so fun to talk about
1: yeah I mean, it's the only thing they'll know so we're just like hey
0: <laughs> fountain of knowledge
1: too. and coffee <laughs>
2: But y'all don't want everyone to talk about coffee.
1: I drink it. Sure is good. <laughs> like Dale, tell us about the one five six four. You know, song structure. It's like, oh well, you know, that's just pretty standard, it's common pop music. That's all he got for us, right? And then we're just like, well, guess we'll end the show now that Dale's <laughs> out of day. Um, So, what you guys done this week? Has it been a good week?
0: I mean, it's only Tuesday.
1: Well, I mean, the week since we've recorded, you know. Whatever <laughs> happened
0: before then, I can't remember. You don't remember? I cannot that tell That kind you. of
1: week, eh? It's always I that played, kind of week.
2: I played at uh, one of the venues I've always wanted to play at in Jackson, so. Where was that? Yeah. Dueling Hall.
0: Dueling Jackson, Hall. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. I
2: feel like Carnegie like where Hall, duels but take Jackson. place. No, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's spelled differently. No, but it is the venue that like bigger I would say like bands that aren't gonna sell out like the Coliseum, they, like they'll they play there, you know. So you're indie, you're whatever. You're not Beyonce level bands.
0: So you're not Beyonce.
2: Mm, I don't wanna be Beyonce. Wait, what congratulations? What kind of bands no aspirations.
1: Through, what kind of bands go through Jackson? You know?
2: uh billy strings has played there i think wilco might have played there uh i don't know i have to look back man it's been you know we were the first show of 2021 so they've been trying to schedule this since october so uh i don't really know i can't think of the bands that have played back before then but yeah so what
0: kind of audience did you get
2: it was good. It was older people. They sold out pretty, but uh
1: well, what is the capacity at? Is it like 50% well, or y'all like Yeah, I think it was 50%.
2: Being... It was originally 89 and they sold out and then they opened it up to 150 and I think they sold out again the day of, but uh Yeah, 150 people, man. Paying how much for tickets? I don't even remember. 50 25 dollars a ticket. It's pretty happy with that. We weren't even we weren't the headlining band, but the promoter uh the b- the person that booked it and put the show together said that he regretted not putting us as the headlining band. Oh, yeah. um, so
0: how many bands were there total? Just two?
2: Three. Well, one solo act and then us and then the Red Clay Strays who have they have like a song that was on a TV show, so they're kind of like
1: yeah, I Big would put ish. them as a headliner because you're like, you know them from the TV show. <laughs> right, right. And then, well, know, they did put them as a headliner, yeah, but, that but then they
2: realized that was a bad movie because we were better.
1: <laughs> that's, that's different, though. You got to get up. Well,
0: that's good, though, because then you right. outshine them.
1: Yeah. Right. People that came, that's how you expand it, right? You you Look, They came to see that yeah. one. They're like, oh, well, that, that band ain't bad. The one with the old guy in it playing the piano. The I lead
2: singer him. said <laughs> that he's never said this before but he it was the first time he had never not wanted to follow uh an the act opening. that opened and nice.
1: uh yeah look so look at that we'll be podcasting with a with a legend soon yeah Can't believe it uh, you already have been y'all didn't know this <laughs> <laughs> um you know, any did you get on stage or anything like that gina this week nothing cool
0: mm, no no i tried not to do that yeah i think i tried not to open for anyone <laughs>
1: I think our week was pretty, pretty regular, and that we're just like trying to walk a lot. Like I'm telling you, walking is boring. It is boring. Uh, but like no,
0: it, it's not.
1: You know who loves it? All of the ladies. This lady. The <laughs> They're like, let's go. And the kids are excited. Walking's
0: about it. Walking's great, you know. Sarah you,
1: loves you to can walk clear too. Clear mind.
0: Oh, yeah. You can
1: look. I tell you, look.
0: Talk. You can see the signs. Here's what I learned. And
1: my long hair associated walk. myself. <laughs> <laughs> with women right you know is that they like to be told
0: you get fresh air that
1: they're pretty and they like going for walks like so if you could do those two things i mean you, you're fine you yeah know what I mean? but you make it. it
0: sound so sexist How,
1: i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing sexist sexist about it it's just my i said my experience i mean with,
0: walking guys come on right
1: no it's good for you it's supposed to
2: yeah. Pump the creative Jesus. Sure, man. Whatever.
0: Just as good as running, they say. Yeah.
1: I don't like to heart. run either.
0: <laughs> so there you go. It's easier.
1: <laughs> walk for fun. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, this morning, we, we got up early this morning and went for a walk. Uh, so we're just out there. It's, it's us, the old folks doing their power walking. Uh, the people experiencing homelessness, gathering up their things, you know, packing up for the day kind of moving on so those are the three it's us the yeah, old you said
0: that you said us
1: people experiencing homelessness you said that and us you said did i that. mention? <laughs> so that was it i mean we're walking that's did you, you know, mention we very were there boring. i i am and we can start talking about this right now like pandemic update and it's a little bit joe biden update like lots of things are happening they have uh you know derek chauvin on trial I can't really watch that. I haven't. I'm not. Been I've never been yet. like a court TV kind of guy, anyway. Like you know, who is that? Yeah, just I like the movie version. The guy it's who killed
0: like, George Floyd.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The cop. Yes. It's that, that's also kind of lame, right? Because they have the George, the killing of George Floyd on CNN. Yeah, the it's Derek just like Show it's all
0: over guy. again, and and then it just reminds you how long things take. I'm like. Yeah. That yeah. happened a year but, ago, but that's which though. Yeah, yeah, it makes it. I don't want them to rush anything, but you just get reminded how it really takes a long time to get through this justice process.
1: The wheels of justice turn slowly, <sighs> quite. Uh, so yeah, that. So I mean, you know, Biden's out here like, yeah, we're getting needles and arms, and I guess I'm gonna be one of the needle. Uh, well, one of the arms. Mm-hmm. I'll be one of the arms. And the needle's going to be in my arm tomorrow. I mean,
0: people have been getting needles in arms, but for a different reason But this one's, you
1: know, legally sanctioned. Um, Yeah, so, you know, tomorrow, I'll let, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I kind of forgot about it. I I feel like if I didn't set a reminder, I'd just forget all about it. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta set it out Yeah, because
0: who has appointments anymore?
1: Yeah. You know, I was looking back uh, mostly for, I was looking for something specific, like through my phone, like old pictures. And then I was looking back at last year. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it was around April that we did X or Y or z year. You know, try to plant something. I'm like, yeah, that didn't work out well. Look at me excited to plant those cucumbers. That didn't happen. Um, you know, and then live. Some of that was the kid's fault. Uh, but, you know, like I was, you know, I was just thinking it was like a year ago that we were trying to, like, right out of coming back from seeing you, Dell, like we talked about, we were getting at the early stages of the pandemic because you were baking Saw that and I saw your uh, sourdough. It was and,
0: all the rage. <laughs>
1: yeah, everybody's <laughs> baking. Um and uh, you know, so it's it's kinda cool to be like, Well, a year on from that time, I at least will be vaccinated. But I'm still a little concerned that, you know, everybody feels like, well, people are getting vaccinated, so let's open it all up, let's get out there and people are dying because of this. Like there's more people are getting sick, Gina, and like more variants are out there. Uh, I think you posted an article about that this week, didn't you?
0: Yeah, there was something in the Times about it, how the
1: we call them the Times now. Yeah, the
0: Times. Y'all know where. Y'all know where it's from. (laughs) Uh, How the variants threatened to San Angelo Times lengthen the pandemic essentially, and they were saying that the epidemiologists, the scientists, are like, really, you should treat each variant as a separate epidemic, not lump it all together because it really screws up. The numbers and understanding, you know, what the impact is of each variant. I I don't know. I don't know what to make of any of this news at this point. I'm like, mostly for me, what I get my head around is, it's still going on. Yeah. Covid is still out there in some form or another, some more contagious than others, and I still don't know how it'll affect me if and when I get it or my family. Mm -hmm. And people are rushing, like you said, to make it over with with which I get we want it to be over, obviously. People want to move on for various reasons. Boredom to financial stability. But um I'm like we gotta deal with it until it's extra safe. But I don't know what that means. Like a lot of people don't believe in getting vaccinated for various reasons as well. Adam, you already shared that you're getting it. I have not made my own appointment, but mostly for me, that's because I'm pregnant right now. And although they've said it's safe to do it when you're pregnant, I just, I don't know. That seems like one extra variable I don't want in the mix. And, um, especially with the timing now of them finally making it available to anyone, including myself. Um, I think I'd get like one shot before and one shot after having a baby. And, like, that might be kind of weird. Like, only giving the baby, like, the baby. half of it. Like, what does that <laughs> even mean? I don't know. I just don't want to deal with it. I'll figure that out later because I'm going to be home anyway. Uh, Del, what do you think? Where do you fall on the vaccine?
2: I don't have any plans to get it. Uh, I, my opinion is that I'm healthy and I am very unlikely to suffer serious complications from it if I get it if I haven't already had it, which is a possibility and that now that there is a vaccine that is available, it really falls to the person who feels susceptible to make, to take the precautions to protect themselves. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I mean I get it I think I, I buy more of the argument that like if you don't need it like there's like like you' the way you operate, you're not likely to get it. They just I mean, you know, on the central worker, you don't work with old people, you know, like that kind of thing, or you're not a teacher or something like that. So then you kind of wait. Uh, also, you kind of you know be like six months on because I think uh, they started they started uh, giving them like in January or something like that, even December. Is that when it, when it was? I forget. It's basically been about six months that people have had the vaccination, and so we can get some studies from them, like what's happening, how mm-hmm. are they reacting to it, what's what's what. Uh, that was always something for me that I was looking at, like, you know, I didn't want to be one of the first line people just because you don't know, you never, I don't like getting the first iPhone cause that one's going to come up. So I just kind of wait a little bit, let them work the bugs out (laughs) and other people. Um, and then I, you know, I kind of step in, but a lot of that is because I work from home right? I'm a remote worker. There's not a whole lot of interaction for me. So people that need it, right. You can classify that right by your definition, people that are more likely to die if they get it, this kind of stuff, I get all that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that, uh, you know, it's good, generally speaking, for everybody to get vaccinated because it helps everybody else, right? This is the one thing, and I have been on record saying it. Yeah. I, I mean, I get vaccination vaccinated for like polio and I don't know what smallpox, whatever they vaccinated for. I don't even know anymore. Um, but I don't like the flu shot. Right?
0: Rubella? Yeah,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think, is mm. this that, a dog one, right? <laughs> Measles, mumps, rubella. I don't know. I it's take whoever I know, in our Whatever. house needs that's a vaccine. I, mean, yeah. Yeah. Chicken I, got, I got the Parvo vaccination. I don't know, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Check me for worms.
0: Heartworm, I'm you know. good.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I, I'm not a big fan of the flu shot because, you know, like I think they say, well, there's like a 25% chance that we're going to you know, inoculate you from the current flu that is going around in your particular area. We just kind of guesstimate in advance, pass it around, and hopefully you get it. But then, like, so to me, yeah, for, like, the flu, I think it's pretty harmless. Again, because I'm, you know, prime of my life person. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, the flu is going to make me I'll take four days off of work, and I'll be all right, right? That's, like, the long and the short of it. Whereas if I were an old person or a very young person like they say that are at risk of dying from the flu, then yeah, maybe you do that. But even then like, you get the flu shot and then you get like, I don't know what uh Guillain-Barre syndrome or something mm, like that. Like it's a big risk, you know, for yeah. the, for this thing, for the COVID one, I feel uh, like it's a little bit of my duty. And also it kind of, especially given my relationship to like a pregnant woman and then young children. Like, I'm just like, and then, uh, you know, like other family, like I'm just in contact with people that are at higher risk. And so if I get the vaccination so
0: from your understanding, does getting the vaccine prevent the risk of you spreading the virus?
1: Um, I think they said it lowers it, but it's inconclusive and they still it. recommend that you wear masks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. that that's the other part, right? Is it like. People are like, I got vaccinated, I can go out freely. Uh, I think the CDC said people like people that if you're, you don't have to wear masks or you can travel freely, this kind of stuff. I think it's just going a little, taking a little extra step, might as well be safe because wearing a mask doesn't hurt you. And then also nobody's going to look at you funny. The
0: CDC said you still need to, right? You can travel because it's a low risk to yourself. Yeah. But, you know, all the social distancing protocol apply. Yeah. But if you were to throw a party with a bunch of vaccinated people, <laughs> you don't need to wear masks with one another.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, why are you doing that? Like, Bridge why Club are, is back on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go use this. Let's get it on. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, I think everybody has to make a decision for themselves. But I hope they make this decision just because I think that we'll get closer to being done. Closer to being done with fewer people dead. Yeah. So that's.
0: That's the only thing that freaks me out about the whole variant thing, what, which kid? again, I don't know what to make right. of it. I feel like they just keep throwing it out there. I'm like, it sounds like we've started something that's never going to end. Like that time has finally come. Yeah. And this is just going to be around in some form. It's going to keep changing. Forever. It's the new
1: flu. Yeah. Why not? Well, yeah. I mean, the Spanish flu, the one that killed everybody, is yeah. still around. Like you might have had the Spanish flu. It's just that it weakened, it adjusted, and there there were a lot of. Predictions. But that's the part
0: we haven't seen yet, right? The weakening.
1: Well, it's also year two, right? Of it. It's I never going to happen. The virus is called COVID nineteen. I called it. <laughs> <laughs> the virus is called COVID nineteen, and we're, we're four months into twenty twenty one, right? So it's not. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that it hasn't had time. Give it a chance, let it adjust.
0: It's never gonna swim happen. Swim around
1: in your bloodstream a bit, and then figure out where it wants to be when it grows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or all the people with natural resistances to it
2: are the ones that survived the Spanish flu, and therefore it doesn't really affect any of our population anymore.
1: Hey, that's my great, 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 great grandma you're talking about. There. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of that, right? I mean, like I said, it, yeah, there. You know, you'd be like, well, <laughs> you know, uh, this. Survival of the fittest, there, buddy. Yeah. As no, you talk I'll, to your talk to your grandma, who's uh, you know, trying to breathe, like, deal yeah. with it. I'm gonna take these. Uh, by the way, granny, you know. No, I I, I really fully like admit
2: plates. that that I'm maybe taking advantage of of you know other people getting the vaccine so that I don't have to worry about it. But
1: that's literally what you're doing.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I Thanks, guys have very strong preference to not put things in my body and like we just established me taking the vaccine doesn't necessarily protect you from getting it right from me. We don't know. Really. Right. We don't know. And so really, I think I go back to my statement that I think the onus of responsibility falls on the person to decide whether they need protection, they need protection from him, whether it's worth whatever perceived risk or not risk in getting that protection by taking the vaccine.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I I think all that all it's that free. makes sense. Yeah, all you know? all that mm-hmm. makes sense. And yeah, I'm not gonna tell anybody that they should or shouldn't be vaccinated, uh, because I think you are taking on a little bit of risk. It's, you're still you're you're dealing with it. You're like, I'm going to get a vaccination, and that means what for me? I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, I I, I look I'm at not it. Not sure. Yeah, I look at it. When you grow like, your third arm, we'll still podcast. Yeah, I, I can flip you off so the whole time t- while I'm holding on <laughs> to the mic. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, again, I was thinking about this. Yeah, at various times, you know, when he when got real dire there. I mean, it's still, kind of. I don't want to minimize it. Uh, I was thinking about it, you know, I'm like, dang, uh, watch me do something stupid. Forget to put my mask on or just, you know, whatever. And then I die. Can you see all these people who are like, oh, they wore masks and whatever and they're dead. And I was thinking like, that would be dumb. Uh, I would, if I could smack myself, you know, from beyond the grave. I would just consider I'd leave my two children without a dad because I was playing fast and loose with whatever. And so, sure. like, is it calculated risk? Third arm, but I live, or you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm such a badass that I don't need the vaccination, and then I die. And then my kids don't have a dad for the remaining years. Right. So then.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, they announced the good news in quotes was that 80% of the people who have died of COVID in America have been over the age of 65. Yeah. Sucks if you're over the age of 65. Yeah. Um, but still, that's not great. So your yeah, your risk of dying if you're <laughs> under 65 is 20% yeah. chance.
1: 25, man. Look, I played. Do the you hockey. know how
0: many people would play the lottery if you had a twenty percent chance of winning?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You'd be like, "Sweet, I got a great chance." It's freaking scary. Twenty <laughs> percent chance of dying. Sweet, I'm gonna. L- oh, yeah, shit. like eighty percent
0: is a pretty good chance you're gonna <laughs> be fine, but twenty percent is a huge chance you will not. Yeah. That scares <laughs> me.
1: Yeah, I mean, a place like where, where, where is it? Like middle of Mississippi, where there's like twelve people there. I mean, I get that. There's nobody coming in. Nobody's there. But a real city like this one, right? <laughs> there's people walking around. Lots of different people. Well, there's not a lot. of like, we have an airport? Around. Not a lot of walking around happening well, yeah. in this city. There's people getting around. Yeah, y'all just established that. We have an yeah, airport, people right? People driving and around. And people come to this
2: city. The only people over the age of sixty-five walk around.
0: Yeah, and we know what happens to What does that say?
2: Them. Don't walk around because you're more susceptible <laughs> the to die. The real
0: danger is walking.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, and then. So you you make the calculation you're for right. yourself. I you're think, right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, with what? That nobody wants to you. so.
2: That you're in a no. You're in a busier. You're a busier, more metropolitan place. And if I were there, I might make a different choice too.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you tell me I'm right. I mean, you just you tell me my name. You know, I mean, things I already know. <laughs> things that are laid out and facts and are black Good and white. Good God!
2: <laughs> I thought I was playing the arrogant character this week. Um, so, title I mean, goes
0: too I think. Uh, <laughs>
1: I think that's cool and here's another thing we can talk about. Is like,
0: what you think what's cool? Being right? Knowing your name?
1: I mean all those things, yes, but I was talking about <laughs> that we've talked about the vaccination and all that. So oh, you think it's
0: cool that we talked about it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Continue. I mean
1: I'm saying that as I'm writing notes, so I'm like in my head saying, All right, cool, we're done with this. Okay. Um well,
0: check us off your list. <laughs> I'm still talking about it. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> now you can check it off <laughs>
2: okay check we uh won the uh
1: basketball
0: <laughs> the basketball well the basketball went to um
1: uh, oh you guys are asking me oh uh yeah. was it uh baylor university well yeah they won the basketball i thought you you they'll you, meant like the brackets right they're back i meant show. both he I mean he meant
0: both. He didn't know the answer to that. <laughs> I didn't know the answer to either one.
2: I deleted the CBS Sports app again after, it, yeah. after I realized As I had no does. chance. <laughs> because it it gives me like four notifications a day, and I hate notifications. That you're you losing. can turn them
1: off. You don't have to delete them. That's true. The
2: that's
0: an he option.
1: Just, he's like, I threw my phone that.
0: away because, you know what, because King, what the hell. <laughs> that's
1: what we did. We saw all the King Kongs. We, we watched Godzilla.
0: King's Kong.
1: Yeah, yeah, we watch all King's Kong. The King's Kong. We watch the King's Godzilla, Kong. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Then Godzilla vs. King Kong. Right. Like it, it was fun. It was a monster movie with the kids watching. That's basically. It, is it a good movie? It is not.
0: And what was the other one? Pacific.
1: Pacific. Are Rome. any of them good though? No, no. But that's nah, fine. Not Look, really. Yeah. It's that's part of the charm. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. The kids are like yelling at each other like, look, they're
0: like, oh, it's a monster. The more that I they're think the, the charm cool. in those is that the more of them you watch, the better they get. Yeah. <laughs> because then you just start comparing them to each other and not to like real movies. Yeah. <laughs> and your standards yeah. change. And then you're like, this is fun. Just
1: like
2: people again, who listen to pop music.
1: Yeah. Wait, <laughs> What? <laughs> I gotta huh? say that, that Pacific Rim still holds up, right? The Kaiju and the Jaeger. People still call. You know, now they, they, they've... They've had, you know, like in like American pop culture, they call like a. They're like, yeah, Godzilla's a kaiju, King Kong's a kaiju. Uh, you know, what else is a kaiju? I don't I'm know stealing the joke from Twitter. Talking about like Clifford this. the Big Red Dog, he is a kaiju. I totally mm-hmm. stole that from Twitter. You can Google it. Um, so uh, you know, a thing I I read this week, and uh, I think we were kind of feeling like, you know, about our children, are we are we teaching them enough? Do they know how to write the letter H appropriately yet? uh should we be like uh you know on them like you need to write it and finish this line of ages or should we let them like float about and kind of be do whatever they um and it just so happened, i had myself like an article about like uh, what do they call it
0: intensive parenting? intensive
1: parenting there's a couple things about this right like how much is it
0: like an intensive course in college where you get done quicker <laughs>
1: like (laughs) uh, it's like a five hour one yeah Yeah,
0: like you're 12 get out of here
1: i mean i don't know we've been back and forth about this right like on this show and then gene and i've been talking about this right because our kids are getting right up to school age and we're trying to figure out what it's going to be right or we're gonna do some homeschooling um and you know that appeals to us for a lot of reasons uh i think there is some value in like public education you know uh you know i do believe in that I, i think that's a good thing just like i like the post office right do I like every single post office or a specific mailman? No, not necessarily. Or maybe this particular route that never delivers things. No. Uh, same thing, this school, that teacher, this class. No, but in general, the thought of, yeah. Um, and I don't know, there, there's been, there was was like a Twitter conversation about it. I think it's where I got this from where, you know, people kind of have anxiety about how much parenting to do. Like, uh, Some of this we've talked about before, like what is the role of education? Is it like self-enrichment so you can have an enriched life and just enjoy it better? Or is it so I can get you credentialed so you can get a fucking job and you won't, you know, struggle for money in the future, kid? Or what? Is it just to keep them, to perpetuate this class that we have? We're rich. We're elite. You will be rich and elite because you're going to get into an elite college because I'm going to give you the appropriate – extracurricular activities right you're gonna learn the cello you're gonna play golf so that you can get a scholarship go to the school that i gave ten thousand dollars to and then the cycle continues you know what i mean um and at least for me i was kind of wondering like where how much i feel like i'm trying to do it like so you can have an enriched life kid you know here try to I don't really know the piano that well, but I'm trying to self teach so I can teach you a little bit. Not so that way you can get like a piano scholarship, but so you can enjoy the music for yourself, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I don't know. Gina, where do you fall? You have kids, right?
0: Uh, I do. I do. Got a couple of them. <laughs> uh, I mean, I agree with you. I think I feel like after reading that Atlantic article on the intensive parenting that they were mostly making the argument about that. Um, you know, is it for the right reasons? Is it is it just for the education? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think it's one of those reactionary things that happens and it's natural. Um, you know, people have kids and they try to give them better than what was given to them, whatever that means. So some kids... Some adults shower their kids with stuff because they didn't feel like they had enough stuff and they want them to have, you know, whatever toys and devices and conveniences they can offer. And I think with the intensive parenting, it's the same kind of thing. They felt, I think, as a couple of generations, we maybe felt like we were more so raised by TV and granted um, an asterisk that people right now are critiqued or criticized for you know, too much screen time and everything yeah. with their kids. But that aside, I still think that that it's a thing that people who are becoming parents right now are, you know, don't want that to be the norm um, for their kids. They want them to be engaged in conversation and creativity and critical thinking, like, you know, doing things with their brains and not just watching stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that's just a reaction to how... We were raised in like the 80s and 90s you feel like you're just watching tv your parents were busy they didn't have the kinds of jobs that enabled them to be around during your childhood so as more people find themselves able to do that as adults they're trying to you know rectify yeah. what they feel maybe wasn't optimal in their own childhood
1: yeah just a note before we ask Dell what he thinks about this kind of stuff uh the funny thing about that right is that like Like the families that had some person at home, uh, that was also the general. Like before, like the people raised by TV, those are the kind of families that were like, "Yeah, kids should be seen and not heard, right?" So they were (laughs) like, "Shut up, kid, go over there. I don't really. I'm here. I'm. I'm available to teach you things, but I really don't want to speak to you. Yeah. uh, Ever. Um. Other than adults are
0: talking. (laughs) You don't talk to us. get away. So now maybe, we're like, no, but they've got things to
1: say. Maybe make them sing a do a show before they go to bed or whatever that movie was about. <laughs> I, I've never <laughs> seen Sound of Music from beginning to end. I just see it in clips. Apparently it's very somebody's, long. Somebody's singing long. something. I don't know what. So, Del, what do you think about this?
2: Well, as a person who has no children and limited interaction with children, uh, I have many opinions about the this. The lucky one. <laughs> and I kn- And I know the answers. Let's just get that out. Out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've I know what is the Real right. Real
1: Ideas. Let me tell you the truth.
2: Um, no, I. You know, we've talked about the. We've talked before about like, kind of hover, hovering and helicopter parenting and stuff. And this is an extension of that to me of like, you know, always being aware of what your kids are doing and always having structure a structured activity for them. I think is not necessarily the best thing. I also think that it's a disservice to children to make your life about them, to not give them the chance to see you living a fulfilled adult life, you know, because how are they going to know unless they see it? Um, so I think there's a, I think there's a medium, you know, that you got to find between like giving your kids attention and fostering and cultivating their growth and affording them opportunities to experience things in life and not making your life them. You know there's a difference. I I agree like it was a problem 50 100 years ago children growing up if they tried to ask their parent a question while their parents were entertaining friends or whatever they would get a whipping, you know. There's a there's mm-hmm. a it sounds like a it's place appropriate parenting. Uh, between yeah. that and every time your kid interrupts you while you're having a conversation with another adult that you immediately stop listening to the adult and you You give them the platform, you know, and that that. everything they say is the most important thing. I think there's a place in between, you know, that the kid, you can, you can respect children and your children and be respectful and treat them in a respectful manner. And they can also do that too. They can learn that from you. They can learn when it's appropriate to interrupt and when it's not appropriate to, you know. And so I, I think we've tilted a little bit farther, the other direction and gamified or made Raising your kids uh, a competition, you know, who can provide the best opportunities, who can put their kids in the best places, you know, and, and have them do the right activities so they get the best scholarship and therefore the best job, which yields quote unquote, the best life, you know, 40 years down the road in a world that may not even look like it, like it looks today, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we largely agree. I think I've said before, I like treating my kids like human beings and right. not adults. I and mean, They're not adults. They're not. Well, right. I can't be like, oh, well, so what, what do you think? You know, they, they don't know. But I try to treat them like human beings, like little things. Like I don't just touch them, you know, like invade their space or, or like, like I'm saying, hey, I'm going to touch you right here in your face. Or like I'll ask if I want a hug or a kiss. I'll say, hey, can I have a hug? And they say, no. I say, all right, cool. That's fine. Like yeah. those kinds of things that, you know, you can, you You're can teach brat. them like <laughs> little ass kid, uh, like you can teach, you can teach them that kind of stuff, you know, by showing them, like you said, I, I think that's definitely, I, you know, one thing when, it, when we had our first kid, I felt myself becoming more polite cause I had to model that behavior. I'm big on that too. Like, you know, like, um, you know, that's, that's another thing like too, I'm like, I, you know, I kind of played the guitar a little bit or played the piano. You know, I'm like, if I don't show that I'm practicing whatever it is I'm practicing. I can't sit here and be like, you need to practice your letters. Like, what are you practicing dad? Flipping the TV, browsing something. So, you know, when I'm doing it one, like they'll, they'll get their little guitar and they'll try to play the two. You know what I mean? So then that's also doing that. Or like if we go for a walk or back when we could uh, play sports, go out there and play rec league sports, you know, like I think all those kinds of things are good. Like you said, you uh, humans are, I mean, it makes sense, right? You see your parents or your people, you look up to doing things. And so then you're like, Oh, I want to do that. What well, that guy did. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and then, you know, that kind of talks about like class or whatever. That's also why you want to have neighborhoods where you have high income earners in, you know, in there. So that way people see, look, what does that guy do? He's a doctor. Uh, you know, otherwise, like everybody on the street, nobody does anything. Right. We're all whatever that lowers your expectations. Like representation does matter. Um, um i forgot what i was going to say about the the what you call an aspect um i think there is a, some of the stuff about like like a classism like we're all kind of chasing this and again this is not unusual everybody wants to be like the kings and queens so the nobles should be like that or like the upper class and then you know somebody goes to jeff bezos's house and like man he has a whatever and so then people that don't have 17 billion dollars you know they just got maybe the 1 billion they're like so they have a version of that and they respond to that and then people that are only millionaires are like i want to do that and all the way down to somebody who's a thirty thousand dollar millionaire is like well look i got the fancy fireplace you know whatever um so i think the same thing happens in education like oh look at this kid they they get taught by yo-yo ma learn how to do the cello right here right you don't need that you don't necessarily need that but you can give somebody your kid you know you the poor person Here's a, I don't know what, a recorder. Let's get good at the recorder, right? What are you doing? And not so you can compete or be whatever. So you can enjoy the music, right? Let's teach you this thing and you can get the self-discipline from practicing every day. You can see the improvement, build your self-worth, that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, you know. I think that's.
0: Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, but that's still like a. Yeah a one-to-one thing that you're trying to achieve in that example is, well, but we should expose them to music.
1: Well, I mean, that's, I say that just because that's one thing that, like, I feel that is also the extracurricular thing that people take on. Board. I got to drive my kid to piano lessons, right? And you can't do that if you can't afford it, right? right. And so then and, and if but you're working the all the time. maybe the lesson
0: there is just in passion, right? And not in any specific class of thing
1: well so like the article is talking about these kids that are burnt out right Yeah. just packing their schedules with things for what like I mean I think there's a there's a chase for uh, being you know we talked about this before like amongst ourselves about just how there's not enough time in the day to watch all the movies you're supposed to watch or read all the articles you're supposed to read or whatever like there's not none of that right yeah you can't that's what I was
0: gonna get at it Dell, i agree with your point about you know the happy medium that you need to find or you know striking the right balance but that's the great struggle mm-hmm. like i agree that you should demonstrate for your children you know what it's like to lead a whole life yourself um and be you know to follow your own passions and all that kind of good stuff but then it's like how much of that is enough or too much? I'm like, yeah. am I passionate enough? Am I doing <laughs> enough? Th- am I interesting enough? Do you guys see me being interesting? Yeah. So interesting? Like, how much is enough? I yeah. I don't think anybody has the answer, but I think that's the other thing that people struggle with in this parenting thing. Don't you
1: think though that you could? I mean, and again, if some of this is like you have to have the wherewithal like to recognize this kind of stuff. But don't you think that kind of stuff? Is also modeling it, right? Like, look, I don't have it figured out, but you can watch me try to figure it out, right? And you can see me struggle and my thought process, and that'll help you as you do whatever your thing. You won't, there won't be this moment you're like, my parents are not perfect. There is all like, I'm not ever claiming I was perfect, right? I feel like, right I said before.
0: Even though you say that, <laughs> they will come back one day. I mean, I'm sure say, they will, right? But how
1: could you? I always felt like I'm a. <laughs> Like, I'm a steward of their lives, right? That one day, Mm -hmm. and they have every right to do this, they're going to look at me and say, what did you do with this time where you were in charge of the decision-making, right? And I want to show them that I was thoughtful about it, that I tried my best, and that I showed my work, right?
0: Despite the way you guys turned out, (laughs) we promised we were trying. Look, I know you left (laughs) a trail
1: of blood and murder, but you at least were thorough about it which is what i taught you Yep. Good.
2: i think i i mean just so my observation polite. to 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 y'all's horn a little bit uh is you know you've talked about with music that you don't really you're not trying to say hey this is good music this is bad music you let them kind of listen and if they're interested in something musical you explore that with them right and i think that's to me, like one of the most important things is is just giving them exposure to things. Wh- most parents, most people, only expose you to the things that they're personally interested in, right? But and it so it's, it takes intention, it takes work to an effort to say, "Hey, 20th century contemporary art is not really my thing, but let's go to this art exhibit and see what y'all think about it, and maybe you know your kid becomes the next." Artist because of that or whatever, and there's no way to control that. But I think exposing that and then seeing what your kids express interest in, and trying to cultivate that as far as it goes, uh, is a good approach. I think.
1: Yeah, and I think, well, I'll, I'll take the praise, now I'll pat you on the back. I won't pat myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think the part right here, right, is that like you have to like there's a little bit of yeah, I'm going to cultivate it, and if you like it, and I'm letting you kind of decide, you know, do you want to play the recorder? But then there's also, I think that's important. I think maybe whereas other people feel like this is, not. I don't know, whatever. This is where you have your people saying, you're going to start something, you're going to finish it, right? There's going right. to be winners and losers. I think the idea they're trying to express is that you have to have some kind of self-discipline. Like, you have to teach discipline, right? Like, not, mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you with this, but, like, I don't want to do this. I don't feel like doing this. Perseverance, yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to do it anyway and train myself to get through some things that are not as comfortable. And, like, you know, like, uh, I think that is difficult, right? You're like, what? Then you're going to teach them to deal with abuse or things that are unhealthy. Like, "Eh, yes and no, right? But it's like getting up and going for a walk is uncomfortable, but it's also healthy, right? Eating, I don't know, your broccoli and not another candy bar is. Uncomfortable, Like, I don't want to eat this broccoli. I want to eat this candy bar. But it's healthy. It's better for you. And so, like, helping them do those kinds of things, right? Like, encouraging them. Like, hey, look, you can choose whatever sport you want, but um, we're going to finish the sport, whatever it is. Right. At the end of the season, if you don't want to play soccer anymore, that's fine. We'll choose something else. At the end of the baseball season, but not like, I give up. I'm like, Well, you got four weeks to go. You know what I mean? Like, it's not this. That's. Yeah. You know, that's like, the line. of commitments
0: there, and yeah. all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, at the same time, soccer shouldn't be terrible. Like, you know, I, I think within those things. Yeah, you
0: have to be yeah. willing to, and I think that's where maybe it's the intensive parenting, but listening to your kids comes in and, you know, valuing what they say. Um, if they say that something sucks, like, try to understand why. Like, yeah. why do they hate practice? You know, what's, what's really going on there? Not just to dismiss them. Um, and right. say, suck it up. You're gonna finish. Like maybe it's okay. I hear what you're saying, but you're gonna finish. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at least to you know to understand and to communicate about those things.
2: But that's not intensive parenting. I don't think. I think that's good, real parenting. Intensive parenting is like here's the here's the blueprint to success. So I'm gonna jam my student into all these things, you know, yeah. so yeah. that they are successful. It's not it's not being present with your kid and you know growing with them and being with them and listening to them
1: yeah i mean yeah. i think i think a lot of it is just really just respecting them as individuals yeah. which is hard because you're like i just saw you you know not wash your hands after I told you to wash your hands and then you're gonna be like dad i don't feel happy and you're like oh, what the hell is it right like all those things but that that is i, I think you know it kind of goes back to you just being a you know just like a decent human being if you find it hard to have interpersonal relationships, you know, like your partner, your mom, your dad, then you're not going to have a great relationship with your kid, especially if you're just, you know.
0: You're going to have to work on it. Yeah.
1: I mean, and I think that's fine.
0: It's like I always joke. You you don't change when your kids come along. <laughs> You've got things to work on. you still got things to work on. If I flail and run when I see bugs, <laughs> maybe I still do that when I'm holding a baby. I don't know. <laughs> But <laughs> <That's been happening.
2: laughs> hypothetically, yeah,
0: hypothetically speaking, don't throw your baby. Um, But <laughs> you you don't change. You you have to make yourself deal with that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I said that some of those same things, right? Like I've taken either like challenging jobs or roles within a company where I I've used it as a motivator. I mean, like I probably would have done it anyway. I like to think I would have, like made whatever this change or career change, I don't know what. But I also think. I can't really ask that of my kids. Again, you know, 30 years from now, you're like, uh, how come you always told me to try this? I never saw you try nothing. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, dang. You got- what can I say to that, right? Like, my life isn't over, and I agree with you. There's, there's a lot of people, I think, that take the exit road and, like, my life's all about my kids. Like, all of my kids. And a lot of that is just an excuse. And I'll tell you right now, if you're saying this and you listen to the podcast, it's an excuse for you not... To challenge yourself because mm-hmm. you don't have to because your kids your kids don't need you or want you around that often <laughs> i was a kid i want my mom all the time like ah geez leave me alone you know like there's sometimes you just wanted to go play so yeah it, that's hard though right your kid my kids are playing in the room and i i feel like they're doing dangerous things i'm like i'm pretty sure you're getting ready to jump off a table onto your sister's face <laughs> um you know but I just got to just say, hey, look, don't jump, <laughs> don't hurt each other. Put that metal pipe down, you know, <laughs> it's just whatever. You just kind of have to be a referee and then kind of step back and then you're you just kind of sweating like, oh, God, somebody's going to get, you know, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. They're going to take the kids away from me because they think I'm beating them. Just all that stuff, you know. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's, that's hard is to, like you said, to still be a parent, to still be a full human, making mistakes, doing things. And then just, you know, I think that's the best way to do it. Show your, show your kids that you too can succeed and and also fail. Fail.
0: You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Three of that's us are the you. That's how you should it raise it your kids. You. In case you weren't, <laughs> you were wondering about
1: it. Uh, raising, I'm writing this down.
0: So, Dell Del shared something about NFT, and I don't know what that is.
2: Uh, NFTs. NF- and then, you're not uh, you're not down with the nft
0: i don't think i am
2: yeah so i don't know i just randomly heard about it and then kind of got deep into it because it's tied to like blockchain um and ethereum cryptocurrency particularly but it's a it's it's basically a way to sell art or anything i guess in a purely digital form where only one person like the person buys it and they retain the rights to it. So even if like it's a meme, for example, and it's reproduced a billion times, one person still like technically owns the art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's just something, it's a a signature or a a certificate that gets slid into the blockchain And you retain the rights to it and then you can sell it like a physical like you could sell like if you bought a dvd or you bought a piece of art you could then sell that physical media to somebody else right the coolest thing about the nft though is that the artist can set up a rule when they put this up for sale that anytime it gets sold that they receive a certain percentage of the royalty so the artist continues to make money it's not like a one-time thing You know i make this art and whatever it sells for is what i get and then if somebody sells it for a billion dollars later i get to see none of that you know so there's that's a nice thing about it um but yeah it just seemed like i started thinking about the the possibilities of this and i know in my lifetime one of the biggest uh fears of going to an all digital media is that we don't really own the rights to any of it. Like if you buy a movie on Amazon, you don't own the movie, you own the right to watch the movie whenever you want. Right. Right. And so the difference would be, this is like, yeah, you own the movie and nobody can take that away from you. You can sell it, you know, whatever. So I see the potential for like new forms of stores, for music and movies and other things to come up eventually. But right now it's just mostly for art. It seems like,
1: well, I mean, I, I think it, it's still the same thing, right? We're just storing it on a hard drive. A lot of this stuff, like, you know, you're talking about the physical media is like your representation of the thing, right? I, th- I don't think there's anything that's going to be invented that will not be destructible, right? Um, uh, the written form, put on a stone tablet, um, you know, put it on film, it burns up. all those things have burned up. Anything they were doing, like even like digital copies of things, once they're transferred, they lose some of the original thing because they're copies of copies. You start seeing like artifacts in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like photos. you if you start you know creating and copying a new photo every time, there's some degradation in it. And so I mean I don't really see that as like a like a perfect mechanism for it. I do think that this is like the the whole blockchain idea is a good way to ha- build the trust, right? Or to have the certificate of trust, which is what our money's based on, right? Like we trust the government's going to back it, right? It's fiat money that goes, the government says, so it's legal tender because we believe so. So in the same way that, you know, the blockchain, if you feel like this gives you a certain, whatever, all that other stuff we won't get into it right now. But to me, so far the nft the non-fungible token stuff yeah they have been kind of i think they've been sold and a lot of it has been like novelty kind of stuff i don't think anything it's been art but it's also been like novelty art right like silly things like a guy took a picture every day for like a year and then put it together and then whatever
2: um i definitely people with too much money are going nuts over this hip new thing it's like (laughs) it is it's a fashionable thing and and it's not realistic at this point, but it has some potential. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's there. I mean, we, we might sound like crazy people, like this internet might be interesting, you know? Might be cool. <laughs> Again, to me, I think the, the that part, like the um, their certificate, the blockchain, where it's uh, you see the record of transactions, that is interesting to me. And, you know, I don't wanna buy anybody's gift. I don't yeah
2: well here's the funny <laughs> thing about that article specifically i sent to you is they were bringing up the issue of like the 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 blockchain doesn't contain the image itself right yeah it contains a certificate and a, and a hyperlink yeah. so like if that website that was hosting that piece of art decides to go down for whatever reason they give up yeah. or or whatever that that art goes away, and what does that mean right you own yeah. a string of letters right that represents yeah. something that doesn't exist anymore mm. um it's it's wild, it's interesting
1: well, I mean again, that's what I'm saying like to me, there's not a whole lot of difference there where they're like I got a pile of gold somewhere, right why is gold valuable? Is there inherent value in gold like yeah, maybe like conductive properties, but we mostly it's like it's shiny. Like I want some right. shiny. He's like, I'll trade you some shiny if you give me a chicken, right? right? So whatever. And then it's hard to cart around, you know, a bar of gold. So you're like, I tell you, like, here's my paper that is backed by these people that you trust, and they say I definitely do have one bar of gold, right? Uh-huh. And that's what currency is based off. Right? Again, it's just trust. And so like we're just making it, we're just making it easier and easier to trust that. Like when you transfer me money on a Venmo, you're really just sending. Numbers, right? My num mm-hmm. it goes up, but do I really have any more money? You know what I mean? Like there's, it's a complex series I of submit trends. that
0: you do not.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I check my bank account. There's not, en- not enough money in there, Um, which has been a trend my whole life. Like, man, still not enough money in that bank. <laughs> guess I'm going to go back Change to Change
0: my numbers, please.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's, it's fine if you want to play around there but like you as a person i don't know who makes what less than a 100 grand a year and you want to play around in this stuff and you got money you want to risk at it right like that's fine but you could just as easily go place all that money on black at the casino and you know sure whatever yeah i think yeah there's there's value in this kind of stuff but you might not see the true value of it for like 50 years hence right yeah yeah
2: I think it. I think it's just interesting. I mean, you yeah. can create. A, you can create if commerce started to go this direction, digital commerce. You could create things like artificial scarcity. You know, you could create things yeah. like that. You could create. There could be copyright and protection laws for people who own the NFT of some of a movie, and if you don't, it's considered pirated. You know, like there's a lot of stuff that I could see. I you would download a house right somebody bought a house somebody bought a house an nft of a house and somehow they own it i don't know i don't understand all of it like it's really complicated you know like you said there's a lot of oh this is somebody says this works like somebody lied right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you totally got a house trust me
0: i have a link i own your
1: house yeah (laughs) I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. And then you think about it, you're like, well, I don't like this complicated stuff. I don't want to use it. But like, so are like, uh, what is it? Default swap? Uh, the, the, I can't even think of the full name, but some of the complex financial packages that like, uh, wall street was using and trading around, right? Oh yeah. Those crazy securities. Uh, those are complicated. Wall street's complicated, you know, from a practical perspective, I don't. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't recommend you getting your paycheck in 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 Bitcoin, but you could. I think some people are. Right? I think the NFL, a couple of players, are like, yeah, pay me part of my contract in Bitcoin.
0: Didn't they see that's cool, how uh, fifty cents made a bunch of money? Like that he did accidentally or
1: unintentionally. Yeah, Also, like fifty cents in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like he accepted
0: like, Bitcoin for yeah,
1: yeah for part of his contract. Yeah, yeah, fifty cent for all whatever like he's made a lot of smart decisions he's also lost a lot of money too right but he does the thing that you should do if you have a lot of extra income right he has enough he's a rich dude and what he did is like he made small investments in a lot of different things like in smart water in this and that so yeah kick a few bucks to bitcoin sure man whatever right like i have a lot of money it's not gonna affect me and my family and so people like yeah 50 cent invest in Bitcoin. Yes. It was like a small percentage of his total net worth at the time. Um, same thing when he invested in smart water, right? He made millions of dollars off of that, but it was not, he was not going all in, you know, he was not pushing it all in. Like this is my last $50. Please right. smart water pay off. There was right. a lot of other investments that didn't pay off. And that's again, that's smart investing. You spread your risk around so that way you're not impacted by one bad yeah, Don't put it all on GameStop. Yeah, maybe some on GameStop.
0: <laughs> okay, so you said it three wish times. I, so had I, listened. I, I, so
1: I wish you had told me that through
2: a month ago. Alex. I know. Because <laughs> I don't own my house. The guy with the Bitcoin owns it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you said smart water three times because of 50 cents. And I have to ask y'all, do you drink that? No. Because it no. creeps me out. Like water that. with extra stuff in it? That just seems wrong.
1: Well, you get fluoride in your...
0: Yeah, but when they advertise it that way, <laughs> yeah, like no, this has other stuff. You want it? Trust me. That it scares me a little bit.
1: Uh, I mean, uh. that's one of those things. Like to me, like you can go down a whole. Our water period. is
0: not just water. We promise. <laughs> it's <laughs> a lot of other stuff. Like
1: you're threatening me you with it? It? <laughs> But that's <laughs> it's all <you> like <laughs>
2: Gatorade is or Coca-Cola. Yeah, or but anything. it doesn't you're look it's like, like it's just it's not water. Just water.
1: The so I'm cool with that. Can. I mean I don't buy it. I remember it, I'm old enough to remember when people were like water in well, a Black bottle. Katonic that's would stupid, and now everybody buys bottled water, right? Like right. who would buy water in a bottle? And then you see people with big stacks. And, you know, everybody wants bottled. I'm just one. saying that's weird.
2: I've I've bought some of that core hydration stuff. You
1: electrolyte added yeah. water. You Man, also had your finger hungry, shoes. You do things? Huh? <laughs> I, I saw you had the finger shoes. You were a finger shoe guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I still, I still stand by <laughs> How'd that. How that I,
2: I ran my fastest 5K ever arches? in those. In the finger shoes. Yeah, oh, I did. Well, pull well, pull what did your feet ever... look like
0: <laughs> at the end of that?
2: <laughs> my feet are beautiful. Oh. <laughs> I'll no. show you. You want to show you. We, we want to no. change the. We want to change the format of the show real quick. There are no Quentin
1: Um Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Aren't they like rubber? Like, yeah. I mean,
2: fiber. Fiber.
1: That's I'm saying. Like, what does it smell like when you pull those things off? You're like, <laughs> oh, I had the socks. Yeah. I had the funky glove. The, the finger socks.
2: The, the finger socks because. They yeah. I had one pair that I ran that I just ran in and they never smelled, but the other pair that I like wore for a month straight, I quit had to quit wearing them. They were they were bad.
1: <laughs> they were bad. That's that's I thought something died in your yeah. body. No, that was <laughs> it. That was, that was just the shoe area. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're coming up on the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. And uh Thanks for the warning. It will end. This is your five minute warning. And you're like, Three minutes. Another whole hour of the show. Get my cocoa ready. Is anybody eating cocoa right now? No, it's uh, too hot. Let's end this right here. Like, what are you drinking right now? Like, what is your go to? You know, it's time for XYZ. Beer. Water. Water right now. Yeah. Um, I was
0: real big on hot tea during this winter, but. Yeah. Like over the last couple of weeks, my body has sensed that the temperature is changing and I haven't wanted much to do with hot tea. Yeah.
1: Because I'm hot. Well, like today, you know, this is why I was kind of also looking back on, on it. Um, I wanted a frappe. What is it called? Just a frappe. Frappe. Yeah. A frappe. Uh, a style. And I was thinking like, why didn't we had it roughly around this time last year? I think, you know, everybody's like in the pandemic, everybody's going for whatever. Um and they were good, right? Cause it's like coffee, you know. Coffee's hot, but then I'm like, I wanted like an afternoon kind of something. Uh, they're good, so I was like, yeah. something cool and yeah. refreshing. So I've been wanting that, uh, you know. What are you doing you about that? Espresso Asking tonic. you for it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm like, try it. What?
1: Espresso <laughs> tonic.
0: That sounds. great. we talking
2: to the coffee it's shop not, owner. It's not, gross it's they it actually have
0: espresso tonic? tonic.
2: Yeah, water espresso and it? tonic water. Yeah,
0: ugh, tonic water's gross. I'm
1: telling you, look, uh, man, out there in Mississippi, you ain't got nothing I'll just, going on. I'll
0: drink an espresso. They just got by nothing itself, going on, that's so good. they just
1: start mixing stuff together. Uh, you can't yeah. trust them.
0: Put this in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically coffee moonshine. I'm drink, it. It. <laughs> I'm drink it. We won't drink it. No del
0: finger sock yeah. guy. <laughs> It'll He's pouring months.
2: it
1: with one foot like that Holding <laughs> the cup in it Yeah,
2: with not toes yeah. yeah, that's gross
0: Cracks the yeah. bottle open
1: Don't need that <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're really like paying it. for Is to the show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at this guy Make it stop. You're seeing King Kong, right? Well, watch this <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, I mean, would you say? Espresso tonic That's gross Espresso tonic like I'll make up. you if one you see it? We'll see. I mean, I'll I'll try it just to say yes, this is gross, but I mean, you sure use Fever-Tree tonic water though.
0: What? what? All these I requirements? Sw- what do we being?
1: This is not sponsored by anybody. Okay, oh, I make it terrible is. tasting espresso tonic. I only use Fever-Tree <laughs> special you, you
2: you can use whatever you want, but don't blame is that, me.
0: Is that what kind we have? Fever-Tree? I'll have to check that out. I know we've got oh. like one lone bottle of tonic water in the back of the refrigerator. Yeah, let's
1: throw it out. Because I don't think anybody's gonna eat. It.
0: Oh, it's going in your espresso tomorrow. Ugh. Enjoy.
1: I got. What is the purpose of tonic? Who was like you know coming up with stuff? Was it like a Somebody leftover? No, it
2: was. Uh, it was. It had quinine to preserve it. Right? No, to help. Oh yeah, that's kind It was shipped to like India and stuff. It has like anti-malarial properties and stuff like that. Mm. They shipped it to well, to India for the soldiers.
0: Confirming, we do have fever tree.
1: Sweet. Yeah. So I can tell you that fever tree tonic tastes gross. <laughs> I've had. Which kind it is it? The regular one? Just I, I don't know. Like they, you said you said nine is a lot of qualifiers. Like only use fever yeah. i But it's, only the It doesn't bread. have
0: any flavor or anything. Like yeah. I know they make flavored ones.
1: Yeah, not, i don't like I don't like flavored any. I don't like flavored vodka. You don't like flavor? Well no, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I am getting older, Like, cause you now you, know, you go like to the Bill to Miller the or something like that and get they got the sweet tea there or whatever. That stuff is too sweet for me. I need unsweeted tea. Yeah. I don't, don't know like what those kids are tea. doing to
0: it now, but yeah, it's hella sweet.
1: Yeah. I I had I accidentally got some, you know, we went build I was like I could not drink that. It felt like I just poured raw sugar in my face. That could not abide.
0: See and you say that like it's disgusting, but if we were younger,
1: yeah, I know. Like,
0: yeah, what's wrong with pouring sugar in your mouth? I,
1: know, I mean, I know. It's delicious. I remember, like, we had a battle for, like, Kool-Aid. My dad would kind of make, my dad had, like, a whole concoct. He would put, like, little lemon. He would kind of mix the Kool-Aids and get, like, the had lime one. He a fussy one. Kool-Aid process. Yeah, he was, he was a fussy Kool-Aid guy. Uh, he'd get the limes and squeeze them in. Like, you yeah, gotta just let it sit, like, stir it. you know? If I was making Kool-Aid, I would just, like, <sighs> Sugar time. All the sugar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't sugar. forget the pack of like when you're Kool-Aid. stirring it. And you're stirring it in there. It's like. Do <laughs> you
0: hate when you make it without the Kool Aid? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got sugar water here, and I guess we could put some Kool Aid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, that that's that's the way it should be, right? <laughs> As you get older, and you're like, man, these Werthers. That's, that's my enough. dream. It's <laughs> <laughs> all a <I> need. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Well, you know what here's a final parenting trick uh trick that i get i get like the altoids trick? right yeah you know, altoids you this one's controversial curiously strong mints uh i started this with like you know my oldest daughter i was like here have a mint and she's like oh she tasted it. yeah you know, it's like a little sweet it has like one gram of sugar in it or something like that they think it's a treat they're excited about it but it's just a mint so you know yeah. I don't want to give them any candy or whatever. Like, but why
0: is it curiously strong? I don't know.
1: Whatever. I'll risk it. You know what I mean? If somebody else is giving it's their kids like some kind a,
0: of le- long-term, I mean, we'll let you guys know. It
1: probably will,
2: right? Like talcum powder. <laughs> turns out it's been giving your you daughter like, has a hole in her stomach, yeah. from, right, from eating mints yeah. every day <laughs> for it's not ten right? years. Every day. It's like
1: every so often, right? It's, it's the same way. They don't like candy. It's but curiously but strong. That that's over it takes. like I don't know. Any kind of candy that you can get. But yeah, you're right. It could be anything that we have here. Probably, like, again, talcum powder. That's been apparently giving people, you know, cancer of the ovaries or something like that. Yep. Nobody knew. People were just powdering it up. You know, you can't obsess about everything. Well, we need to all just get naked and go live in the woods. Uh, That's is, this is like I so swear Dale always oh, defaults to that I'm like man I don't know what we're gonna eat for lunch Dale's like Well we can go get naked get naked in the woods
2: uh-uh. <laughs> No <laughs> Just saying <laughs> Just run out I just wanna keep it on the table he yeah. you know, it on Is he
0: Finger shoe <laughs> I like, I'll uh, only be wearing uh, yep. this
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather try the espresso tonic Uh all right, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Send an email. Uh, leave a comment on the on the on the iTunes. You know, let people know this is the podcast is podcast.